Welcome to the Hall of Monsters. I see you are wearing your protective gear. That's good, because during your visit here, your safety is not guaranteed. So, every step you take, beware. For the monsters you'll see ahead are the scariest ones from Japanese folktales. If they don't haunt you during your visit, they sure will haunt your dreams. And let me tell you, no anime you have watched could have prepared you for this. I already see doubt and fear in your eyes. So let's begin our tour before you lose that little flicker of courage left within you. There's no better monster to greet you than the Naparabo. You might not notice it, but it is happy to have new victims. Huh. I mean visitors. Naparabo looks like an ordinary human being in almost every way. That is why it can blend in seamlessly with human society. But things will quickly get uncanny once you meet face to face with it. You see, it has no face at all. Its head is like a blank orb. But here's the thing, Naparabo is quite harmless. It only frightens people, that's it. In legends and stories, it usually does that by impersonating someone familiar to its potential victims. And once it has their attention, it causes its features to disappear, almost as if erasing a pencil drawing. What is left is a blank, smooth sheet of skin with no eyes, nose, or mouth. So, as you might have imagined, its true identity and what it really looks like is unknown. One of the stories in which Naparabo appears is about a lazy fisherman. Despite his wife's warnings, he goes fishing from a sacred imperial koi pond. On his way there, he meets another fisherman who also warns him not to go there. Still, he ignores him. Once he arrives at the pond, a beautiful young woman begs him not to fish there. But he doesn't listen to her either. That is when she wipes off her face. When the fisherman runs home to hide with fear, his wife confronts him and criticizes him for his wrongdoing. Plot twist, only to wipe her face as well. Speaking of fish and ponds, let's move on to Cup Fa. Don't fall for their rather funny and mascot-like appearance. Kupfa is a dangerous monster you wouldn't want to cross paths with. These creatures, which are often depicted as humanoid turtles, live in and around water bodies such as lakes, ponds, or rivers. Kupfas are generally the size of a human child, yet they are physically stronger than a grown man. Their skin color can vary from different shades of green to bright red and even blue. In addition, they can either be slimy or covered in scales. As unique as each cupfaw can be, they all have a turtle shell on their back and a mouth resembling a beak. Their arms and legs are webbed between the toes and fingers, but the most characteristic part of their appearance is the bowl-like objects that lie on top of their skulls. This is considered to be the source of cupfaw's power and life force and must be kept filled with water at all times. If this water spills or the bowl is damaged in any way, a cupfaw can become incredibly weakened and will be unable to move. Cupfaws are known to cause mischief. Although they can befriend humans, you should always approach one with caution, because they might try to lure you into the water to feed on you. However, there's also a chance they might challenge you to a sumo wrestling match. Just know that they are really good at it before accepting this challenge. Yet again, if you do find yourself in a match, here's a pro tip. Find a way to trick the cupfa into bowing so low that the water in its dish spills out. And hey, if you refill that water later, you can bring the creature under your command. Take a look at this lady here. She seems to be sleeping peacefully, right? Well, look again. There's something strange going on with her neck. Rokurokubi might appear as an ordinary woman by day, but when it's nighttime and her body is asleep, her neck stretches to incredible lengths and roams around freely. Although Rokurokubi is no less creepy than the other creatures, 
there is something that makes her different. It is that, unlike others, she is actually not born as a monster. She used to be a human being just like us, but she was transformed by a curse resulting from some evil action or misdeed. But the story gets sadder. Because the mentioned misdeed doesn't necessarily have to be her own doing. In many cases, it is either Rokurokubi's husband or father who actually committed evil actions. But she's the one paying the price because the curse only affects women. If you think Rokurokubi cannot be that harmful or scary with that heartbreaking backstory, then you're right. Her head might attack small animals sometimes, or she might cause mischief by scaring nearby people. But that's mostly it. What she loves to do in her night travels, however, is to lick up lamp oil with her long tongue. Well, who are we to judge someone's favorite food? Nuka Kubi is Rakura Kubi's much scarier sister. She is like an advanced version of her, sort of like an upgraded Pokemon. While Rakura Kubi's head is always attached to her body, Nuka Kubi's head can come off from the neck and float around far and away from her body. The worst part is though, she can get bloodthirsty sometimes, and that's when her detached head will start preying on humans to quench that thirst. However, she is not invincible. It is believed that if her body moves by any chance while it is sleeping, and her head is still floating around as that happens, then her head cannot return back to the body. Hope that comforts you a bit. You see a roll of cotton. I see a life-threatening monster. According to Japanese folktales, especially the myth of Tsukumogami inanimate objects receive a soul, therefore become alive and self-aware after serving their owners for a hundred years. Although they are usually harmless, they might tend to play small pranks on people. Yet again, they still have the capacity to get angry and vengeful. Especially if there are people who threw them away or didn't treat them well. They might group up to take revenge. Itan Momen is one of those object monsters. These possessed long and narrow sheets of cloth which were used to make clothes can be seen flying through the night sky. They are often malicious and attack people by wrapping their bodies around a person's face and neck, strangling or smothering them. In some tales, it is said that wrapped cloths would spin around and around and quickly come flying to wrap themselves around people and take them away to the skies. Joker's laughter is gonna sound like music to your ears once you hear this lady's Waruhionne is a female-looking monster that lives in the mountains, but despite her non-threatening appearance, meeting one will actually put you in a really dangerous position. She will smile and start laughing at you. And once she does, you'll realize that her laughter is somewhat toxic and infectious. It will cause you to start laughing along too. But even if she leaves, you will continue laughing after her until you are out of breath and unable to stand. Even if you were strong enough to resist laughing along with her, you would still not be safe. You see, merely hearing her laughter, no matter how far away she cackles, is enough to put you in a stupor. You'll be haunted by that annoying and ear-piercing sound wherever you go, for the rest of your life. However, it's not like anybody who travels through the mountains will meet her. There is one way to avoid this laughing curse altogether. You see, she appears to people only on the first, ninth, and seventeenth day of each month. So, plan your travels accordingly. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.